Media, and it's time for the In the Pocket podcast presented by the Game Sports Podcast, powered by 91N, formerly TGEM. It is your host for this In the Pocket edition, Season 7, Episode 2. Yes, Season 7, Episode 2. David McKaig here, joined by EJ Russell and Justin Heichel. I'm going to be going over to EJ first from over the border in Michigan. He's the one. He is the only. He is the back-to-back pick'em champ. If you know, you know. EJ, my friend, how's it going? Football talk. I am excited, excited. to talk week one football <laughs> because there aren't very many times where I get to talk about week one and say that the Browns kicked the living shit out of their opponent. Super happy to talk week one. Super happy to be back here with you guys on the In the Pocket segment. I got my beverage, I've got my Browns pint, and I've got a Monday victory. Oh, see, you can uh, cheers to you, my friend, for that victory. I was watching that game. I have Deshaun Watson in my fantasy football team. Kick the shit out of him, dude. I'm telling you, that Browns defense looked good. Number one defense this week when it comes to yards per game. Big game against the – I, actually, was Joe Burrow even playing? I don't even know. Joe Burrow played. I, I'm telling you this. It was it was a wet – I'll get into this quickly. It was a wet, rainy, nasty game. I didn't expect either offense to play well when it came to passing. This was a game that was really well tailored to the Browns game when it comes to running, defense. Denzel Ward played fantastic in the secondary. Grant Delpit had a great game in the, in the safety. Knocked a few balls away, came down, laid the wood in the backfield. And Zadarius Smith and Miles Garrett were a great one-two punch. Browns were fantastic defensively. Offensively, don't take anything away from that game. When it comes to the Bengals or the Browns, I think both teams underperformed offensively due to the weather, but a good game overall. EJ's Wasn't a happy uh, Miles Garrett practicing his crossovers, too, pre-snap? Miles Garrett can do whatever he wants. I have no right to tell Miles Garrett what to do and what not to do. I mean, he got another sack on Joe Burrow at a critical time of the game. Miles Garrett is a god. He's fantastic. Now, the other voice that you just heard, he has been with the Game Sports show, the Game Sports podcast. We still get those terms. People do not know of the name update. If you know, now you know. Uh, but the one and only Justin Heichel, you hear him on football, you hear him with hockey, you hear him throughout all of our shows essentially with the game sports podcast but in the pocket here for football justin how's it going man it's going great it's good to be back it's good that football's back sunday was breathtaking mm. i think i almost did the the snapchat video of the nfl red zone countdown with uh, scott hansen there by the way i mentioned this once we got off the air can we please give Heichel a lot of credit for that Legos X-Wing in the background? <laughs> that is fantastic. Good for you for building that. Yeah. And anybody that's not going to give him points for that, shame on you. That's dope, dude. That's so dope. Yeah, that's uh, that's a product of uh, a pretty productive sales month right there. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, a, that's a treat to myself, for sure. Star for sure. Wars, man, nothing better than star wars okay star wars yeah but those star wars legos dave when you build them value heichel did himself a favor by getting that i think i should get him in here to decorate this a little bit decorate the 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 91n office needs a little well anything's better than looking at the back of your bedroom door it's actually a flawless roofing closet if you must know well, it's a calendar. First of <laughs> he's all, gotta keep, he's got to keep the camera down. Like I, I, I have, down. I have this decoration, that decoration, a picture of my stepdaughter that I, uh, my wife has asked me to keep private for 
her purposes. But look at it. We got a little pumpkin hanging stuff there. I got my our browns hat. That one's mine. That one's my wife's. Like we got some some flavor up in here. Dave, you're telling us what day of the week it is. Figure it out, bro. Yeah, 100%. I still got to say Heiko has the best background, though. Uh, but the I can't. Cold, the cold yes, he does. He yeah, does. Heiko, you, you need a football poster where, like, that microwave or whatever it is below your TV is. Put a little football thing there, and it's perfect. You nailed it. Oh, that's that's my old school CRT TV for my Nintendo 64 that's underneath there. Never mind, you have to keep that. <laughs> N64, I think of James Bond, Goldeneye, but no free ads. Uh, we could. They have no. Yes, free ads. That's available on Xbox Game Pass again. You can download that and legitimately go through all the levels again. It's sweet. My buddy and I did it. And play your buddies online. Uh, online wasn't available. Is it back now? Do they have the online? We we played. Or sorry, we played local, like on my couch here, and it was. Yeah, no, that you can do. But I heard that, like Heichel, if you have it on your Xbox, I need your gamer tag because I I will play you in this. Okay, so if it goes multiplayer online, dude, we're doing this, Dave. All right, I have a PS5. Either get on board or get out. I'm a PS5 guy, dude. I can't come over. I don't have a passport. No, Dave can come over my place, and we can throw. There you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yes. Odd job. Slappers only. Oh, I love it. So here's what we'll do. Is we'll do the In the Pocket podcast followed by Odd Job, Slap Chop, and the Crap out of Hike and Dave. <laughs> live live stream. So. Live stream. Yes. I've been actually, fun fact, we've been getting some requests from people to do live streams. or. By the way, this is why of... we're never done within a half hour. Yeah, this is 100% why. <laughs> and this, before we get to the topics, I still have to do the sponsor and the agenda. Thanks, listeners patience with us are great we have to go down this path but i i was asked about doing franchise mode streams on our 91n youtube channel about madden nhl mlb fifa doing a video game section for the channel has been recommended by at least a half a dozen people because they end fun fact i asked about two people and i had to pull up the text asked what two people would you say with the two ones that we got favorite were football and hockey, which makes sense. For which football, is stupid for, because for FIFA football, is so much more fun to play. So for football, it was Heichel that should be the guy doing the stream. And for hockey, not even me, you, EJ, you and Parr as a team is the one I got a couple people saying you. I have to play? <laughs> do the hockey mode. Do hockey franchise hold on, mode. Hold on, am I playing or am I calling it? You're like the GM in franchise mode. <laughs> oh, I can do that. <laughs> I I didn't even For get sure. any any acknowledgement. Nobody How did wants, that come up? Nobody wants to hear me talk anymore. No How many to... votes did that get? Like two? No, it was literally three people in a vote that I casted out to a group in a group chat, and then they sped it out to people that I don't know. And I got two random texts from two guys that work at the steel plant locally. Out of the six or seven people I talked so to, it was they, mentioned, they, they mentioned Heichel and EJ. <laughs> Doing the doing the the broadcast for stream, so maybe we'll have to arrange something. Dude, I'd do that for sure, though. I'm, I'll, I'll say this. <laughs> I'll say this. If we do that for a stream, I say this politely, and Heiko, I hope you take no offense. I think I'd have to do play by play, and Heiko with the color. <laughs> I just think, I think that I have enough verbs in my vocabulary to pull that off, right? When you talk about broadcasting oh, yeah, so. hockey the, the one of the best broadcasts of all time is the great doc emmerich and why because he made up words like drubbed 
and, and different verbs to describe puck movement. I think I have enough of his inspiration in my head that I could get away with it. So let's tell listeners. And then Heiko this. brings the knowledge. You two, Heiko will do a franchise mode for Madden. You do a franchise mode for hockey. But then we'll do live stream games of the Madden team that Heiko made and the NHL team that EJ made. And you two can be the color and the commentators. That will be if, maybe the idea. If I can, if I can put the game purchase, if I can put the purchase of the game on the T Gem Network podcast credit card, I'm down. <laughs> Aren't they? Uh, aren't they like? Free I'm cheap. On Game Pass. <laughs> uh, not yet. You gotta wait until like halfway through the season. Uh, well, we're getting there. We're get- Dave, Dave <laughs> it's, is- it's not even week two. We <laughs> haven't even discussed this week's games. It's all right. Dave, Dave's Italian, and I live in an Italian neighborhood, so like we we understand. It's- we got the money. I thought it was Canadian. The sorry. 91 end credit card. Wow. TJ. Uh, TJ. Wow, you have a new name. EJ will be available at. For this circumstance, 100%. 100%. Done. Now, let's get to it. We're Done. nine minutes in. I'll, I'll get, I'm, I'm going to write the ship. In the Pocket Podcast is sponsored, and I'm sorry, sponsor. You had to wait nine minutes to hear your plug, but that's fine. It's a good friend of ours. Thank you to our sponsor, the best sponsor in the world. Sports Center Bar and Grill, Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar. Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario's best sports bar over six years in a row. Best wings, best pizza. Everything. Okay, if you're in Tuesday, Ontario, go to Sports Center Bar and Grill, watch the game on the TVs, enjoy a good beverage or a pint at Sports Center Bar and Grill. And a special shout out to Flawless Roofing, a main sponsor through the game sports podcast. Uh, and also tonight's agenda, very simple, a little bit of week one reaction, not too much. Uh, we did aim for a 20 minute, 30 minute show, so I'm going to still try to direct it to that as EJ laughs, uh, <laughs> as we literally laugh about it 10 minutes into the show. Uh, we'll have a little bit of week one discussion per person, and then we're going to get to the pick uh, and then that will uh, wrap up this week's show. So, Let's uh, punt off. Let's kick off. I don't want to say let's kick off because that's the sign-in for the full-time podcast. So I'm going to say let's throw a Hail Mary right in the first play and go for the end zone. Okay, in the pocket, episode two of season seven is officially starting 10 minutes in. So let's get into the week one stuff. And I'm going to go first with this topic, okay? I'm going to go first, and I'm going to talk about the one thing that everyone is going to want to talk about, and you both will have your own talk topics, I'm sure, and you can touch on this. Aaron Rodgers. That's a solid kickoff. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, okay, is not is done. Not playing for the rest of this season. Four plays in, Achilles went, okay, yeah, I made a sound effect, and if you're on video, you saw my hands do a little snap. Uh, he is He's no longer playing. And so did his tendon. Yeah, his tendon snapped. Uh, he, he can no longer play football this year. Uh, if you have him in fantasy football, I don't. I, I, I do feel bad for you. I didn't feel bad for the guy I played this week as I literally obliterated him because Rodgers didn't play. The score was 106 to 35 this week. Yikes. Uh, the the Aaron Rodgers injury, I, the only thing that I'll have a comment about it is that it's unfortunate for football. And I'm gonna, I know that's not maybe a favorite comment because Aaron Rodgers in terms of Green Bay is not a fan favorite anymore in any which way. Uh, but to see Aaron Rodgers go to the Jets was a good storyline, right? He's hugging um, I think he was talking Jake Paul or Logan. I think it might have been Logan Paul on the sidelines. You know, he, there's people that are excited that he pl- was playing for New York because the Jets were finally going to be good, right? They were finally going to be at least 
a team that was going to be manageable to watch and make a run at a wild card. Or they were a quarterback play. away from being relevant last year. 100%. And now Aaron Rodgers gets the injury to some first first down set of towns in with the Jets, and he's done for the season. And his recent Instagram post, you can tell he was upset. Uh, and he said he's not done. So I'd be very surprised if he didn't come back next year to try to give it another go. Uh, but Zach Wilson's the guy for the remainder of the year. And he looked good in week one. And I know we're not going to get into each game, but he stepped in with under a lot of pressure. I don't think the Bills played as good as they could. Uh, but the defense supported the Jets, and Zach uh, Wilson played well in the substitute of Rodgers. Now, the rumors coming out with Tom Brady and all these fun little things they want to make. Look, if Brady wants to go to the Jets... I'm all for it. I don't care. I love it. I, I feel weird not talking about Tom Brady this year. Uh, that It's the first time ever in my life uh, that I haven't talked about Tom Brady in the world of football. It's not going to happen, though, but we're sticking on Rodgers. It's unfortunate. Sad for football. Bad for football. I wish he was still uh, playing for the Jets and it was more of a week or two or three injury, but no, it's the entire season. And how will the Jets rebound it remains to be seen, but if Zach Wilson can hold it down, maybe they have a chance still, but it's going to be tough. So, Hike, I'll go to you second uh, for a point. You can feed off mine or anything you want to talk about in week one that is uh, grinding your gears or getting you excited, you know? I I saw a T-shirt today that said Aaron Rodgers lasted longer than me. I thought that was pretty good. I thought that was fun. Don't, don't, don't do the memes. Like that, come on, that's pretty good. That's a good shirt right there. It's a great shirt. Bumper, bumper sticker, whatever you want to do with it. I mean, that's good stuff. Yeah. But like honestly, it was just like week one. It's so, it's like when you're a kid on Christmas morning and you're like wrap unwrapping presents. That that's what week one is like. Scott Hansen came back on Red Zone. Like I had that going on one TV. I had the Colts game going on another TV. It, it uh, you know, like you got your tickets going. It was it was so nice. But like to get into it, I mean, obviously I'm gonna talk about the Colts game a little bit. Anthony Richardson, like, amazed me, to be completely looks honest. Looks good. Was, he looks yeah. good. <laughs> like, there there wasn't a lot. Like, I was expecting a little bit of – I mean, he forced some plays. Like, if the, be, the best analogy I have – As a rookie, like, might. Yeah, like, he just – he tried to make stuff happen. It's kind of like me when I'm playing poker, and I'm like, ah, the river's got something for me every time. Just throwing <laughs> chips or whatever. The river's got something. And you eventually figure rookies out... Rookies don't like, play the statistics. They play the way they feel, which is a rookie. You're always having heightened emotions about anything. Well, and then like that fourth quarter, you could tell he was caught in the heat of the game there. Like, he was just playing. That was... It was a good game, honestly, against the Jags, which ever, I'm still expecting to be a top-tier NFL team this year. Like, they look good. Our defense looked awesome. Our de- the Colts defense looked awesome. Uh, and I think Richardson, if he learns to protect himself a little better and not try, you know, understand you don't have to make a play on every play. Ball security is a little more important. I think it, he's going to be fun to watch this year. Uh, that was out of all the rookie quarterbacks, I thought he impressed the most. I mean, not not trying to be biased, but stats don't lie. I I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I th- I thought he looked. Really, really good. I think the only thing that looked bad for him was that coming into the NFL, he was wearing number 15 at Florida, and he was AR-15, and now he's AR-5. But I think he's every bit of the one that was in front of that five before because this guy is fully loaded and ready to play in this league, and he showed that in week one. It's just a, it's He's a physical specimen. I mean, there's not – sometimes like you, you see guys like that come into the league, and it's like, all right, he's got like – 
all like his stats are maxed out on these three categories, but he's like a forty percent in you know game management. But well, let me there. go ahead. Go I'll let it. you finish no, your no, thought, no, and then go I got a question. It, go no, give her. My question for you, Heichel, is he showed a lot of NFL level, I'll, I'll say acumen, in the way that he was choosing what passes that he threw. But when it came down to it, when he started to run the football a little bit, he had some challenges along the way. Any concerns as a Colts as a Colts fan about his running ability and not turning over the football? I, I think that's, uh, yeah, I'm definitely to say I'm concerned. I'm a little bit concerned because I don't want that to be a crutch. I, I think that's up to the coaches though, uh, and his, his offensive coordinator. But but what I'm bit. asking you though, Hike, and I think you're missing my point a little bit based on the beginning of your answer. I think that we both admit that he can run the football. My concern is, do you think the turnovers will become a problem? I think I definitely I think so. I think guys are going to target it, um, and if they if they realize they can flush him out of the pocket easily. I th- you're definitely going to go for that. Why wouldn't you? I mean, as a defensive player, that's easy money. And, I mean, the way that game went, I mean, the pick six, the way this week one went, pick sixes, fumble recoveries, like, <clears throat> it's uh, it's more fun to watch defenses a little bit right now. I mean, we're only one week in, but it was. Week it was one, a, that was true. It was a mucky, gross week in a lot of games, and defenses rule those games. Like, it was. Yeah. I mean, and maybe that's unless uh, you're the Giants, unless you're the Giants, yeah, (laughs) unless you're the New York Giants, and then there is no defense. Uh, It's not existent. (laughs) They went on vacation. Uh, They also had no offense. How much does Daniel Jones look like Woody from Toy Story? That might be the most true thing I've ever heard about Daniel Jones. I might have to. We have a thumbnail for each show. Has anyone looked at what the underside of his cleat says? It says. Does it say Andy? <laughs> Does it say Andy? Who's the owner of the Giants? <laughs> That's I need to look that up actually. Might, uh, well, no, probably Eli. Probably Eli Manning because oh, he beat yeah. Tom Brady. John Mara. Might say, it might say Eli under there. John. Kevin it's Mara. the John Kevin Mara. Is it the Mara or Omara? I know John Kevin Mara. The the I think Kate Mara, the daughter, was. The really good-looking red-haired chick at the beginning in season one of House of Cards. I liked his, her. His children's John, Courtney, Christine, Aaron, and Lauren. His wife is Denise. Well, wait well, on that one. Something's wrong there. <laughs> Thank you, Google. EJ, though, EJ. what's your point on whatever Mara is in House of Cards on Netflix in season one? I like her. I'm gonna search that while we're going. Kate Mara is her name, the one on House of Cards. Thank you. That's what I said. Yeah. Her her, her parents is Timothy Christopher Mara and Kathleen. Timothy is... But that's the same family that owns the Giants, right? Oh, that's a good... I, I'm, I'm Googling... I know that. I'm right. You don't have to look it up. Okay, I'm right. You're Just, right. You're good. I'm right as much as I am in making picks. Okay. Speaking of your... 75% right, accurate. What is your thoughts on the week one that you want to bring to the table for us? So I, I will say this, and the, my number one thought on week one, a lot of people don't like hearing me say it because everyone thinks I have bias here. The Browns defense literally kicked the fucking shit out of the Cincinnati Bengals. I know that that was a wet, rainy game. Look at both quarterbacks' passing statistics. 
no one played well. Was that game tailored toward the Browns' ability to control the offensive line and run the football? Absolutely. I don't care about the offensive statistics. Look at the defensive side. Zadarius Smith was in Joe Burrow's face all god darn day. And when he wasn't, when it mattered most, Miles Garrett came out and pummeled Joe Burrow in the backfield in the fourth quarter when it mattered the most. Joe Burrow didn't play the last four minutes of that football game. Denzel Ward played fantastic. He had five-plus pass breaks up, breakups by my count. Grant Delpit, his ability to play the ball deep and then come down in the box and lay down the wood. Everything that that Browns defense did under its new defensive coordinator, Jim Schwartz, this is a Browns defense that is rejuvenated. And potentially, if they can continue to replicate what they did in week one, despite the weather, this might be one of the nastiest defenses in the NFL. And if it is, you watch these Browns fans get behind this team, more behind any other team. that or They'll get more support from Cleveland Browns fans than any other team in recent history. That kind of defensive nasty tenacity is the thing that Browns fans can get behind. I'll also say this. Brock Purdy looked fantastic in week one of the San Francisco 49ers. I thought the New York Jets showed a ton about who they are this year after Aaron Rodgers went out four minutes into his first game as a New York Jet out for the season. The New York Jets defense showed up and played. That team still, even under Zach Wilson, who if you watch HBO Hard Knock, clearly has learned a little bit about how to deliver the football from Rodgers. If he can replicate any little bit of what he learned from Aaron Rodgers, the number eight in in New York, that Jets team still has the potential to be nasty. They do. They do. And I, I actually thought when Rodgers went down, oh, here we go. And I, and I will say this. I'm sorry for being like uh, having a big old Browns boner over here, but that defense, if you watch that game, was unbelievable. There was two no, defenses. Like that was like, it was a, it was, sorry, Dave. No, you're it was not. like a, that's a Jim Schwartz defense through and through. Like, I don't, I don't know how else to explain that. Like, it was just, they're nasty. And, I mean, as a fan, that's something you can buy into every day of the week. And I feel like... I had so much fun watching that game. Like, if the fan base is just not one of those, you can buy into that, no problem. Yeah. Enough of this bullshit flash and dash quarterback stuff i mean not i'm not shitting on deshaun but i mean the last couple times you need a you need a decent quarterback but the way to win in the afc north is with heart pounding suffocating defense punch you in the mouth move along dave your steelers troy palomalu suffocating defense yeah i wear the steeler jersey and pride i have uh Paul Mo was my favorite Steeler of all times because people wanted to know that, and I miss those days. Obviously. Because Dave's Hawaiian. <laughs> That's exactly it. There was two defenses that caught my eye this week, and it was honestly actually three. I have to. I know the Steelers aren't a juggernaut up front, but the Niners' defense looks really good. Uh, but the two defenses that caught my eye this week, of course, were the Browns, EJ, but also the, the, the Cowboys. I think those were the two top defenses this week that really impressed me. Uh, at first, the Eagles defense was um, really good because during during the game, I, I felt that they were really, like, really pressing. Um, I'm drawing a blank right now. Mac Jones, right? But he did only throw one interception. Uh, I At the beginning of that game, because the Eagles were dominant, uh, dominating the first quarter, but then the second quarter, the Patriots just kind of <laughs> woke up. And then the third, third quarter, it's like the Eagles' defense woke back up, but then 
fourth quarter was just a, the exchange of goals uh, of uh, of points. So, but the two defenses that caught me this week, I'll repeat it again, was definitely the Giants and the uh, were the and the Browns. And you got to give uh, credit around to the Niners D, despite what the Steelers are. The Niners D is going to be great this year. Now, when we give credit to the Niners, was there a little ineptitude by Pittsburgh, though? They did not play well offensively, Dave. And as a fan, I want to ask you your opinion and bring your bias into it. No, I got no bias. Honestly, I've learned over time, especially from being a Toronto fan through and through in sports, and I'm talking the major league. Well, first of all, boo for the first hockey reference. No, 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 that wasn't hockey. There was. That wasn't hockey. Toronto fan. Oh, really? Because Toronto Toronto has an NFL team? Buffalo. No, Dave, you already lose. Hike, (laughs) hike. Big Hi. fan over there. <laughs> Buffalo Bills okay, Dave. in Toronto. <laughs> no, yeah, my, you lose my, right there. Dave's the first one. Dave owes everybody a shot. My 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 point is is that you got to be the expectations, and I'm not using this as an excuse, but you can talk about the other sports that I. Yeah, but talk your about. expectations, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. Exactly. That's that's exactly what I was going to get to. It's a little bit of a different prerogative. You have and a whole different narrative. You have a coach to it for fifth for dozen plus years uh, i think it's actually 16 15 I, I don't know why i'm forgetting right now drawing a blank but he's been there over a dozen years and he's had never had a, a season under 500 and i think this year last year i thought was going to be the transition year right where there was going to be a little bit of so struggle, did i struggle right because you had watt go down early last year you, you know it was like okay let's any pick it let's, yeah let's throw the fucking towel in. <laughs> let's, let's just pack in the season but then you pull out a year where you throw it you have a 500 year you're like oh Okay, all right. So you go into this year, it's like, okay, now the expectation is to build off that. But I don't see – what I saw was the division that the Steelers are in get better, and a lot of other teams get better where the Steelers stayed still instead of improving. They did make moves, don't get me wrong. but nothing- Yeah, but the one thing that Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers always do is when you don't think they're making moves, the guys you weren't looking at – got so much better that you yeah. aren't like like uh, for Good example tj point. watt everybody had high expectations for him yeah but he certainly over exceeded everyone everyone thought he was going to be a good player like there's no way he'll be it's better great. than jj I, I you can almost argue if he continues on his trajectory that he's a better professional player than his brother was on the yep in the same like yeah. it's and i'm not saying one's better than the other but what I'm saying is that what Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers do well is that they will, like, think of Mapletron as an example. Mm. Has been dog shit since he left Pittsburgh. But under Mike Tomlin, he was one of the best number two wide receivers in this league. Never underestimate the coaching ability of Mike Tomlin and the ownership group of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Good example. And I even think Deontay Johnson would be a good example. Fuck them. Go Browns. Johnson is a good example, right, for a receiver. There's somebody that is actually – He's a, he's Juju Smith-Schuster, Mapletron are better examples yeah, of what greatness can look like than what you got going on with Deontay Johnson. Good Deontay point. Johnson has to find a way to stay on the field right now. Yeah, yeah, good point. Well, I didn't. I, I thought, uh, to be honest, I watched the game. I caught about 15 minutes of it. I thought the Steelers were playing like absolute dog shit. And then I went through the fantasy stats, and Kenny Pickett still had like 22 points somehow. I have no idea. They didn't play bad. They didn't. There were some stats that existed. It's just they couldn't. 
They never finished a drive. They could never convert. When, when they needed to get a touchdown, they got a field goal. They, like, I'm not they, – they obviously didn't. But, like, when they needed a touchdown, they'd get a field goal. When you needed three, you got nothing. Like, it was one of those kind of games. Like, if you need a first down, you were short by a yard. It was just never enough. No. It, just, it seemed like they let the 49ers put the foot on their throat and let it happen. It just – they didn't – I don't know. It wasn't like they did, uh, Pittsburgh didn't finish. They're it not inspired football, and they're not in easy this week. Okay, I'm gonna say it right now. They're not in fucking easy this week. It's, listen, I'm expecting no expectations this week. Okay, like I, I just want to keep it under double digit deficit. Okay, that's my goal this week. But like EJ said, rewind to that. Mike Tomlin, the Mike Tomlin is somebody that at the end of the day. You, you you cannot doubt, and he knows how to coach. And that's why he still will be there. And even if they have a, do have a bad year in terms of a record, he will still be there because he is an inaugural And he has a winning team. record against the Browns. Good example. But to answer your question originally, EJ, there's a lot of, you know, there's what I saw in the field wasn't the team that I thought would, but also have expectations a little bit lower still this year because this is still the phrase, the phase, sorry, of a retooling that I find. You still have a sophomore quarterback who is still, who's a fan favorite in Pittsburgh because he went to Pitt, uh, but there's there's uh, there's potential there. But the Steeler Nation is not really hasn't had to worry about the quarterback position for 15 years, right? Big Ben, this is a transition. But the, the, I think the, 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 the faithful have bought in on the Tomlin plan here and the overall phase is not like a full-scale rebuild. It's just a retool and it's still a little bit of patience. There's going to be some kinks, and this, this past week showed a lot of kinks. And hopefully, despite win or lose in week two, uh, they, hopefully there's some progression. But there's still a lot of time. It's only week one to, to hopefully bounce back and have a season like they did last year. Uh, but the Pick'em, speaking of the Pick'em, fellas, this is the In the Pocket podcast. This is this edition is hosted by yours truly, David McKaig, joined by EJ Russell, Justin Heichel, and this is Season 7, Episode 2 of In the Pocket. This is sponsored by Sports Center Bar and Grill, powered by 91N, formerly T-Gem. And obviously here on In the Pocket, we have a segment that we talk Pick'em. And I am going to introduce another segment at the end after Pick'em. It's called the Two Minute Warning. Uh, and I'll tell you what that is when we get there at the two-minute warning. And, yes, it has to be two minutes only. That's the challenge. <laughs> that is the challenge we're going to have to face. Per total because we can't hit <laughs> any time limit. We're going to yeah. practice. Total us three has got to be two minutes. That's the total. Okay, Dave, today. You, understand that, that, <laughs> that you understand that two minutes doesn't divide evenly by three, right? No, it doesn't. That's why I'm going to give you a bit so more time. So we're going to do two minutes and ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> And everybody gets what is that? Seventy seconds? No, what? I don't know what. I'm just, I'm doing the math wrong. But. As the host, I'm gonna let you have my time, EJ. That's what I'm. Just give do. everyone, th- give everyone thirty seconds. I'm gonna give you forty-five. Give Heiko forty-five, and I'm gonna take, and I'm gonna take the remaining thirty. That's a, no. I I concede fifteen seconds of my time to Dave. Okay. I want to hear what you have to say about football. Oh, oh, great. And if anyone's asking about NCAA, we will talk about that too, not on this show, but starting next By week. the way, hold on a sec. I'll, get, I'll give you this on NCAA. By the way, Texas beat Alabama. No, Texas didn't say it, but other people said it. Texas might be back. I'm just going to throw that out there. Next like, week. Big when, win by Texas. Next week when EJ hosts, when he opens, he will talk NCAA football. That's a promise. Uh, I guess I'm talking football next week. <laughs> this is, I just found out. 
Now we'll be fine. We'll talk lawns. Su- surprise! Yeah. Surprise! Now, ta-da! Pick 'em time. Roll the drum roll that I'm not gonna add into the sound effects. I really just don't feel like it. Thank you, EJ. That will work. The pick 'em this week, and it's gonna be, I think, as EJ said off air, I think it's gonna be more of a uh, boring week with a lot of picks. I think there's gonna be a lot of similar picks this week. I got kind of a feeling, but. Because I'm going to go in order of the standings after week one, but hey, can't forget tradition. I'll go first. I'll Heichel, go first. No, no, no. Give it to me. I, I got them all loaded. Heichel has got to state what happened in week one. Then, Heichel, I want you to state your week two. I'll go after Hike. EJ, you're still last. You're still last. So we're going bottom up? Yeah. All right. Well, my picks are locked in. I'll tell you they're boring ahead of time. I did, I did mine the other day, and I don't remember what they are, so this should be eventful. <laughs> um, but uh, last week's recaps, week one, uh, my chub is miles long with uh, in the lead with 12 points. Uh, then Steelers Nation uh, in second with 10. And then uh, the ever-original Hikes Picks in third place with nine. So uh, we're still kind of tight. Uh, three points spread across the board right now. So uh, we'll see what happens after week two here. Can we also admit your team names need some updating? Yeah, Steeler Nation needs to get changed. (laughs) Like, like, I'll say this. Like, my chub is miles long. I do that on here because we do curse. But my other two team names are Miles High Club, which is solid, and Clockwork Orange and Brown. Like, you need to step your team names up, boys. Like, you got to get some good puns in here. Yeah, I didn't know if some of mine were appropriate. I mean, I've got, like, my fantasy team names. I've got the Sandusky. If Dave doesn't say fuck within the first five minutes, there's something wrong here, and you're wondering if your name is appropriate. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Fuck. uh, Dave, you're not in that league. My other team name is uh, Najee Germany. Oh, Najee Germany. Okay, hold on. That one might be. (laughs) I I got Najee. If... If there was one that was close, that's it. But Na- it's, Naj Mahal it's is my other one in my in my league. That's solid. One. That's a good one. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Naji Germany is a little rough. <laughs> yeah, and then I've, I I don't know if, to the listeners if there's anything that we're gonna pick on me for. I want everyone to know I'm not a hundred percent behind that one. <laughs> I mean, it's a good. It's funny, but ooh. It's funny, but it's tiptoeing the line. That's yeah. Well, I went to a school in Cleveland that had a significant Jewish population. Like, I got invited to as many bar and bat mitzvahs as I did first communions. Like, that one that? might not play, uh, but so, so I've got I put. But if we're gonna, if we're gonna, if we're gonna, for the sake of comedy, you can't cancel comedy. It's a good team name. I need a refill on a drink. After Christmas lights that. on my house. And, like, I thought, you know, I went to the store and they had a blue and white strand of lights. I'm like, well, suckers, Leafs, and Somebody tell you it was Hanukkah lights? Well, then someone's like, oh, you got Hanukkah lights up in your house. I'm like, no, they're Toronto Maple Leaf lights. And he's like, uh. First of all, first of all, they're only Hanukkah lights if you're a believer in that faith. So they're whatever lights you want them to be. There's the topic. There's the step in. They're lights. Yeah, they Dave, we're not go- we're not going with a political topic for today. Oh, no, if we, we go with anything, the political topic should be don't name your team after puns. That's after week seven. Heichel, your picks. All right, into the picks, into the picks. Here we go. Uh, so for the Thursday nighter, I got the Eagles over the Vikings. Into Sunday, I got the Packers over the Falcons. Uh, I got the Raiders over Buffalo. 
Ravens over the Bengals, Lions over the Seahawks, Chargers over Tennessee, Tampa over Chicago, KC over Jacksonville, Indy over Houston, San Fran over the Rams, Giants over Arizona, Dallas over the Jets, Denver over Washington, Miami over New England. Holy shit. That's uh, a lot of favorites this week. Uh, Uh, It's a boring week, buddy. Yeah, New Orleans over Carolina, Cleveland over Pittsburgh. Um, Then uh, for our tiebreakers, I got Cleveland 31, Pittsburgh 18, New Orleans 42, Carolina 14. Most points, Dallas, fewest points, Arizona. Wow. Okay. I did like a couple of his picks. Okay. Now, Eagles over Vikings. Falcons over Packers, Bells over the Raiders, Bengals over the Ravens, Lions over the Seahawks, Chargers over the Titans, Bears over the Buccaneers. Fuck it. I'm going with that. Chiefs over the Jags, Colts over the Texans, Niners over the Rams, Giants will bounce back against Arizona. The Cowboys over the Jets. Jets are going to be good in that game. Cowboys got it, though. Commanders over the Broncos. Dolphins over the Patriots, Saints over the Panthers, and here we go. The Browns will beat Pittsburgh this week. I will be cheering against Cleveland as a fan, but since I want to win this Pick'em League this year. That is a, an honest That's an honest pick. I appreciate you doing that. The Browns are the better team right now. Uh, they have a better quarterback. Kenny's still good, but Deshaun Watson's good. They got a... Better running back as of the first week. I don't know where Naj Mahal was in the first week. Uh, just overall defense, Miles Garrett's going to be run, 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 run. He's going to be just chowing down out there. He's going to be having a good time. Uh, the Browns will win that game. The score will be 28-10 Browns. I didn't. I did say I hope they keep it under double-digit deficit. Not going to. Not going to happen. Uh, the Saints will beat the Panthers 24-20. San Fran with the most points this week. Brock, Brock Purdy is just looking. Looking good. Looking good. Uh, and the Panthers will have the least this week is my prediction. EJ, to you, defending champ. So uh, I will say this. If there is any week of predictions that I give you that I am the most wrong on, this is going to be the week. Because I have a very strong feeling about Thursday night football. And the first prediction is that the Minnesota Vikings will win on Thursday. I don't hate that pick. I literally, I was hovering, man. It's it's Justin I Jefferson. do not believe that Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins will not connect right? yeah. better. And that whole team, and Addison, what I've heard out of training camp from him, will not click better than they did earlier in the season. I think that team starts to figure it out. I, I think that the Eagles are a better team. But I think that this is the game where the Vikings find what they can be in a game that the Eagles might come into being a little bit lackluster and thinking that they're going to win a little too big-headed. I I like the Vikings in game one. Give me the Packers over the Falcons, the Bills over the Raiders, Bengals over the Raiders. I think that Joe Burrow and the Bengals were very fluky in their offensive performance against the Cleveland Browns because of the weather. I think that they beat a Ravens team that doesn't know who their running back is, and that makes a big difference. Uh, I have the Lions beating the Seahawks, Chargers over the Titans, Buccaneers over the Bears. I thought Baker Mayfield had a very good week one, despite my opinion of him, and I thought that he wouldn't play well. I don't think that he gave the kind of performance that gives you the confidence that he's the guy going forward. But, hey, threw for 176 yards, solid completion percentage, and two touchdowns, no picks, solid day. 
Uh, I like the Buccaneers over the Bears. Chiefs over the Jaguars. I like the Colts over the Texans. I believe in Anthony Richardson. However, throw the ball first, run second. He needs to settle down with his legs. Give me the Niners over the Rams. Giants over the Cardinals. Cowboys over the Jets. I do believe that that will be a far closer game. The Cowboys are heavily favored. But I think this could be the kind of game that you're looking at that's like 17 to 10 or 20 to 17. I think this is a lower scoring game than a lot of people give credit to. If I'm wrong, then the Cowboys are a far better team than any of us thought at this point in the season. But I still have the Cowboys winning that game. Give me the Broncos over the Commanders. I'm I'm with Russell Wilson and Sean Payton over there. Give me the Dolphins over the Patriots, Saints over the Panthers, and of course, Dave. Browns over the Steelers. Uh, I got the game score being 24 to 10 Cleveland, and in the New Orleans Carolina game, I have it 28 to 17. Most points this week, Dallas Cowboys. If it's a close game, it'll be tight, but I still have the Cowboys scoring the most points this week. Least amount of points, Las Vegas Raiders. Now, what I want to ask you, Jay, is that I don't want to – I know we get pretty known on making bets between the Steelers and Browns, but we all know this week what we chose that we think the winner is going to be. And last year, just for my listeners, we did a bet last year, and it was about the winner's got to uh, – the loser, sorry, has to have hot wings and uh, at Sports Center Bar and Grill. Uh, so, obviously – a good little plug for them. Who won that bet, by and the way? EJ did win that bet, and I had the hot oh. wings. I sent the video. Oh, I forgot. And I sent the video. He did. He did. I have. I've seen it. We didn't post it online, but no. Dave did that. I should have posted it And he it suffered. Online. He suffered. Yeah, I have asked you our you social, suffered. Our social I think, media. I will say this. I think you milked your reaction a little bit, I but I food. believe that they were still hot. I love hot food, but I did I give it a little extra. But I should have asked our social media coordinator to. Post I yes, think we got you one fixed of those. it as much as anybody at p o r n h u b dot com would. Oh, porn <laughs> Gotcha. Good typo. I like that. Fun fact too. I, I, it's not always. Congratulations, good. Dave. Can spell. I, I, uh, as he's typing it in. No, I, I as soon as I heard the h u b. If this cuts out to a, a, a thing, that's Dave's fault. <laughs> I honestly will say that our social media got asked, is it always me? There's actually about four different users on our Instagram page, and actually over 80% of them aren't me doing the posts. Fun facts. Uh, By the way, do I have control of the Instagram? No, I'm afraid to give it to you. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't. <laughs> I, barely, I barely want the Facebook one you gave me. Oh, yeah, you have the Facebook one. Yikes. Uh, but, yeah. but that's, anyways, I think that's the only one I have. My point of this is, bringing all this up, is that I would be willing to make a bet this week, but I would like to change it up a little bit if there's like a points difference. So what's the bet? bet like a points difference bet. In the I will way. allow you to propose the bet. I do not have to accept, but you may propose the initial bet. Do you think the Steelers are going to lose by more than – no, you didn't you, – you did, did you say they're going to lose by more than 21 or less? I can't remember. Oh, I think it's less. That's why I can't yeah, be fair. escaped them. It's less. How about Najee Harris? Good thing Harris? you can't rewind. Good thing you can't rewind when we do it live. Najee Harris running over 100 yards. Do you think he'll hit over 100 yards this week? I don't know. What do you think? I think so, yeah. You're not going to get me to give before you give, buddy. So I think he's going to hit over 100 yards this week, yes. So, my what's bet, the wager? That's is that our bet for this game? I would I I think what would be good is another another wing bet with a shot of a beverage of our short of our choice before you eat the wings. 
So you gotta have the shot, then you eat the hot wings. It's worse on your palates after. Hold on. <laughs> hey, honey. <laughs> Dave wants to bet me some hot wings in a shot. Can I make the bet? Yeah, we're good. You want to do that? You're on. So Najee hot Harris, wings in a shot. So if what's Najee the shot like? Can I can I pick what I shoot? Sure, I'll. Because like you if pick. you if you buy me like. Wild turkey. I, I don't drink that kind of whiskey. Like, I don't even know what that is. But sure, well, you can pick the shot. You don't know. That's, no, that's, I don't. That's like fight fuel right there. <laughs> I'll Thank you, Heiko. He knew what I was talking about. Yeah, you that's... you can pick. So is it a six-pack of hot wings or like? Uh, a f we can do five if you want. Five hots, five suicides, whatever. First whatever of all, who hots. orders wings in orders of five? It's Canada there. has five. Canada has, Who does? Canada, we have orders of five, hike. Yeah, don't we? That's how you know. Is that's that, how you know five? America's better because we got six. Is there five at Sports Center? Or am I wrongly plugged? It's plus? on. The, it's it's that's the kids menu. <laughs> Dave's been ordering on the kids menu for the last ten years. Okay, so ten wings. Oh, no. Ten wings. So, so on, Dave, 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 Dave. I need an honest answer here. Since this podcast has been sponsored by Sports Center Bar and Grill. Did you think the kids' order was a regular order of wings? No. Yes or no? no. I promise you no. I used to get 10 wings. I promise you no. You call BS? I, no, I, he, he usually gets 10. I know I can confirm, but I don't know where the 5 came. The like, video I sent you was 5. I, I, I got ask. Maybe the waitress helped me at the time, whoever was working. I might, I might have told them the bet. Maybe they just did that for me as a favor. Who knows? Like, I, I was a little I'm concerned. Him. I've got a menu around here somewhere. I can go dig it Okay, up by the way, we were supposed to be done 30 minutes ago. Wait, yes, but let me get at that. So yeah, the bet, well. 30 minutes or 30. Okay, so we're at the 45-minute mark. Okay, let's be adults. <laughs> Six hot wings and a shot of agreeable beverage. 100%. Najee Harris gets over 100 yards. You got to do it. If he gets under, I got to do it. I have the under. Correct. You have the over. Correct. So it's one... Zero zero dot five. Yes, sure. Yeah. Deal. Done. Shake, shake, shake. I'm writing that down. There we go. Which means if he gets a hundred on the dot, I just won that bet. So eat a dick, Dave. He needs to get it over. I, on, I, I did. I said one zero zero dot five. All he needs is a couple. He has to get one oh one or more. Documented. Yikes. I'm definitely eating wings next week. Uh, so before. Dude, I got a free yard out of that. What a great bet by me. Uh, so, two-minute warning. Before I clock the two-minute warning, this is what the two-minute warning is. There's literally 30 seconds each around the clock about any hot takes you want to give. And then I will always go last because the, the conclusion of the two-minute warning is the closing of the show. So, in my, the host, when they close the show, the closing is within the two minutes. So... I need to be you. I, if you want to pull out your cell phones until we get good at this, we're gonna go around the horn. EJ first, throw Justin my way cycle, first, and then me last for hot takes going into this week or any news around football you want to share. Two minute warning for the first time ever starts now. EJ, Dave, give me a hand signal when I got five seconds left. First of all, I like the Thursday night game, the Minnesota Vikings against the Philadelphia Eagles. We're going to learn a lot about both these teams. We all know that the Eagles should be good. But Minnesota losing week one, they can tell us a lot about what they're going to be in that game. I do also care a lot about the Packers versus the Falcons. Is Jordan Love going to continue to be productive? Is he going to show us the same things that he did in week one? Baltimore versus Cincinnati. 
Can Joe Burrow come back? That's an interesting matchup there, as well as can Baltimore add these other pieces after losing J.K. Dobbins? A lot of fun in week one. We can continue to talk about it. Browns-Cincy matters. That's going to be the Monday night game. Or, excuse me, Browns-Pittsburgh matters. That's going to be Monday night. Hope you have fun. There we go. Hike. Big one for me right now, Josh Allen. Uh, whether the coaching staff can get him calmed down Ooh. a little bit. Uh, I think that he's been in the league long enough now where some of these boneheaded plays, uh, I don't really know how to finesse that anymore need to stop happening. And I think maybe the game against the Raiders this week is uh, something you can, the, him and the coaches can work that out. The running game looked decent uh, with the new running game there. So uh, he's got to figure it out with Diggs early on in the season to keep that relationship going. Uh, and uh, to be honest, I'm just looking forward to the Colts in Houston this week. I think Houston's got something uh, going on there with their new quarterback, and the Colts got a good new uh, quarterback there to start a rivalry in the division. So we'll see how it goes. Go back, guys. Oh, there we go. Now I got my 30-ish seconds, so I'm going to get it going. Then we go to the closing of the show. I want to say thank you to EJ. Hold on, we got 30. You don't get 30-ish. Yeah, I get 30. Uh, EJ, I want to say thank you to you. Justin, thank you to you. Thank you to listeners. This has been the, this has been the In the Pocket Podcast. This has been powered by 91N, formerly TGEM, and presented by the Game Sports Podcast. This is In the Pocket Season 7, Episode 2, sponsored again by Sports Center Bar and Grill, Association Ontario's best sports bar. And my hot take, very simple. Restore the roar. The Lions are going to be exciting to watch this year. Go Lions. A great win this third past Thursday against the Chiefs. They're going to go in. They're going to ride hot. Definitely get on the wagon. There's room. I haven't jumped on, but hey, it's time for you to jump on because it's going to be a hell of a season by those Lions. I don't have a band, but I'm on the wagon. That is it, the Lions, and that is my final point. That's been the two-minute warning on In the Pocket. I'm here to remind you, until next week, keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, drain your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah. Shoot!